Greetings and welcome to the Drive Home Breakdown. I'm Brent Adams, and we are officially kicking off the 2016 movie season. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you so much for sticking with us, for following the show, for asking about the show, and demanding more of the show. We're bringing it to you right now. This is going to be a preview episode. You know we like to do those kinds of shows when we're driving up to the theater and we talk about trailers and news and all that kind of stuff, and that's what we're going to be discussing in this episode and then coming out very soon. Hopefully, if I can find the time to edit today, we're going to have the Deadpool episode up by this weekend for you guys to enjoy. And I know a lot of you are looking forward to that, have been asking about what we thought about the film and when the episode's coming out. Very, very soon is the answer. But for right now, we've got a nice teaser for you to listen to, talking about some stuff with Batman v Superman final trailer, talking about some of the reaction to Deadpool and some casting rumors, just all kinds of fun stuff in this uh, 30-minute-ish preview episode for you guys to listen to. So go ahead and check this out. We'll have the Deadpool episode up very, very soon, and we are very happy to be back. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll have more for you soon. The breakdown is rolling out. So anyway. So reiterate that last point you were making, Brent. <laughs> yeah, let's just... But before we actually started recording, we, uh, we were just talking about the... I can't remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the the article will be on my Twitter uh, yeah. sometime tomorrow. But uh, uh, anyway, the the point is that uh, I read something I think on Polygon or Kotaku. It could be wrong, but basically it said okay. Now that Deadpool has come out and has broken all these records and has been really successful and is rated R, that that means that uh, that Marvel is officially sitting in the back seat from this point forward. They're at the kiddie table. Uh, all Marvel movies, you know, they're, they're, they're family-friendly and saccharine, and uh, that's not going to cut it anymore now that uh, now that we live in a post-Deadpool world. And I'm, I'm curious to see if I agree with that sentiment coming out the other side of this movie. It, it's, yeah, I, I feel like no matter how much I like, dislike, whatever, this movie, I don't know that I can make the, that right. kind of realization from it. Like, do I, do I think... I think there's absolutely no reason why Marvel shouldn't feel the ability to do it. I I will if, say, if like, they want to. I haven't felt in a Marvel movie up to this point that it felt neutered for any reason. Like, you know, and it's not to say, like, you know, oh, yeah, maybe there could have been a little more uh, violence in some of the fight scenes or something. But, I mean, I really, again, that's not, I don't know, that's not necessarily what I need out of the movie. I want to, you know, see the story they're telling. And right. I don't, have you felt, is there any of the movies that you've seen not, of the, of the, of the, the Marvel, you know, the Marvel universe? I think it's, I, I can't think of one from like the Marvel Studios, uh, angle, but like the Punisher movies, the Punisher yeah, movies, but I, those I, felt pretty, I sort of feel like that was, that was almost the comic. Yeah. That, that was like them still sort of getting a feel for like making yeah. comics work. But I, I would agree. I would agree. There's, um, but like, uh, if we, like, okay, here's well, all right. Now here's an example. Here's an example I can think of. Like, if you were gonna do, and and, and I don't think this has anything to do with the movies being PG thirteen. I think you could do this being PG thirteen, and they just didn't. But if you were gonna do like the demon in a bottle stuff from like Iron Man, if you really wanted to kind of like go down that that path and like really kind of, I mean, because that's the thing. Like they show Tony Stark as being. You know, uh, like he's a playboy, and then you know they, they play it as you know like a very uh, fun kind of aspect of his characters. Like, yeah, man, like he's just got women. You know, he's just got women. Yeah, everywhere he goes, he's getting tail. But if you're really going to go down that demon in the bottle path and and like make it seem like much more decadent and much more, um, you mean like when the kid shows up and has to kind of you know 
more of his heart and get him around like oh yeah like like not, not that, that part, part not that part but anyway I, I think that um I you know like I can see like Iron Man kind of like going into like R-rated territory if they sure. were going to explore something like that but again it's just like it's not it's not all that uh it's not necessary to the stories they've been telling and I mean you know Marvel you know, I'm sure Marvel doesn't feel the need to mess with the formula too much, considering how much money they're pulling in. Well, and, and I guess maybe that's like the point they're making is just like, well, you know, Marvel's just, you know, Marvel's just going to make you know stuff that's going to appeal to the widest audience possible. I'm like, you know, that's that's not been a bad thing so far. Well, and, and yeah, there is that like, there's that classic sort of, I don't know, like our, you know, our opinion is better than yours because ours of you know. Uh, Relates to the smallest group of people, so it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's, so it's therefore more it's elite, valid, you know, or something yeah. somehow. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and don't get me wrong, there is sometimes that it's like you know, eh, I would have liked to have seen this be a little more, you know, true to form, or I, I would have rather seen it this way, or I would have seen it rather seen there be a little more language or violence or sexuality or whatever it is yeah. uh, in, in a movie. But I got to be honest, I haven't really felt like like even for the Marvel uh, universe movies that come more recently that that maybe weren't necessarily my favorite. Like, I'll be honest, as time's gone on, like, I wasn't supremely impressed with Ultron when we first came out of it. Yeah. And I'm probably even less impressed with it over time. Like, it's just, it, it, it you know... I haven't gone back and watched it as much as I have uh, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's, and you know, and I think you, you could say, like, you know, some of the... Um, you know, would, would some of that been, maybe they could have gone a little darker with Ultron, or could something grittier maybe have happened that might have made yeah maybe but I don't know that that was the problem like you know to me there was just storyline elements there there were just there were just issues with the story it wasn't as good as I would have hoped it would have been Um, and and those to in my opinion outweighed the really good things you know the um you know, of the story. So, uh, to me, it's just, it's, it's sort of like one of those blank slate statements, like, you know, ah, okay, now they're just, they're sitting at the kitty table. Everything else is, it's, you know, it's out the, out the window. What I do think, something I do think that this is maybe, it's just good news in general. It's good news now that, you yeah, know, totally. the studios, like, I think fans always, it's, it's so weird. Like, I do think, as a general rule, fans on the outside are like, look, I, I don't even, I couldn't even, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't even tell you the last time I even knew what the rating on a movie was. Right. Unless it was, like, in big, bold print, you know, Deadpool is going to be rated R. Like, I just, I don't even, I watch the trailer, I, you know, I'm like, ah, that looks cool, or, oh, that looks like shit, you know, I gotta see that at the theater, I'll probably wait on Blu-ray for it, or whatever it is. I I don't, I cannot tell you the last time I actually paid any amount of attention to the rating on it. Um, And I really think that that's a a much bigger part of, of the world these days. I just, you know, um, I get maybe parents looking at it for, you know, kid audiences and stuff, but I mean, there's, to me, the thing that this does open it up for is it's like, okay, we've had quite a long run of, of comic book movies now for, for quite some time. 15 years. Yeah. And, and, uh, now maybe this is, this, this opens up like, okay, so now we can do some of the more serious stories that maybe would have been a harder sell before. Sure. Um, now it's like, well, okay, you know, there's definitely an audience for that, you know, and, and this story would um, require, a, you know, a, a darker, yeah. you know, feel and whatnot, so well, like, we might need it to be rated R. And, like and, that last Solo Wolverine movie, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. the one where he, you know, he goes to Japan, they adapt, you know, the famous Chris Claremont, Frank Miller book, that one could have, that one could have been rated R. Could have been. That, that one could have probably benefited 
from him being able to hack off limbs. Yeah. Uh, but now again, that like that movie, that particular adaptation and story being rated R would not have helped that movie. Yeah. It's just like it, had they the freedom to do that, maybe that maybe it would have gone a different way. That's, but what's fucked about that movie is the script, not the level of violence. But, and that's but the we original saying. story would have demanded an R rating. Exactly. And that's what we were sort of saying is that you know like with with some of these, I don't think just by de facto saying. Okay, you can make it rated R. That that that'll you know let you do some other stuff. That's not enough. It just it has to be a really good story. And if that you know if, if it can benefit from that, great. You know, yeah, don't do don't it. feel afraid to not do it. Um, that, that's was, that's the takeaway for me is that like I feel like what you were saying like it opens the door. The studios, the studios now have that option. They need to know that that option is there and that they can make a movie. And that they were the only successful. ones that were really worried about. Let's be honest. Like they're yeah. they're the ones that are looking at it from perspective of okay. How, how much money can we make from this? Is it going to be, you know, what can we put into it? Is it going to is the payoff big enough? And they are looking at, okay, so if we make this R, will we bring in enough bigger of an, of a, uh, an, audience. Of, of an adult audience versus what we will lose in a younger audience? Exactly. And therefore, is yeah. the story one that will appeal to that audience? Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe it still appeals to a younger audience. Okay, I, we're going we're gonna to require you, the director, you know, to to keep it under PG-13 or whatever they decide. Right. I mean, those are business decisions, and frankly, I think sometimes they're ones that can make the film better and or worse. It's not, it's, again, even that, like, just saying, like, uh, you might need to tone this and that down a little bit. I don't necessarily know that um, that there aren't some movies that, you know, have, you know, benefited from it and, you know, been, been brought down from it. You know, that I think that there's probably some... Right. You know, anytime you have to go back in and make edits, sometimes you make some like we've talked about, they, uh, like you know, they cut a scene like in RoboCop. You know, they cut down that sixty-second, you know, <laughs> you know, just just chugging away, blowing away bits of uh, bits of, of bone and brain. Yeah, and, and they cut that back in the, the conference room scene. We're head to and exactly and kills the guy. And uh, you know, in a way, it almost it, it takes that scene from one that in the unedited, you know, the the, the you know original intent, I guess you could say, version. Yeah almost becomes comical and it absolutely does it absolutely plays as funny as opposed to being the you know frightening which it's, it really is I mean you know the movie is dark, has dark humor in it but I really do yeah. think that scene is supposed to shock you like you know well fuck okay I guess we can't you know well, rely the, the, on the, the, the thing that's shocking is everyone's reaction to it like, like, like yeah. you know that's uh, you know we're going to go end up going down a rabbit hole but you know like that's yeah, yeah. You know, the, the whole point of that scene is just how, how like, everybody kind of was like, man, this thing still doesn't work right. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like that's exactly. kind of the... Exactly. The, that sort of callous And that's the thing. But, that is the, the, the kind of dark humor bit. Yeah, exactly. Which is taken away from if you have that scene before where it's just like, Jesus. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Keep... Oh, Keep shooting. All right. Okay. Yeah, that's you know some, something about the timing doesn't quite work. Yeah, but, but, but there's 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 there are I, I guarantee you that there there have to be changes on both sides that can you know benefit or take away from a film, and you just you don't know what those are. So just by de facto saying you know R is going to be better, I don't know that that's really no, it's, it's not that's not it's not that simple. Okay, so like this morning, like I read I read a story like okay, so uh, an X Force movie is going to happen, and it's going to be rated R. Also. Oh, it's good. so it's going to be rated R, and you know, like that was kind of my reaction. I'm like, well, I I hope the script is good. Like, <laughs> I, I hope the story is good, yeah. and, and all that. But you know, it's just I don't know. Like to me, it, it, to me, like that feels like an oversimplification. And 
but I think I think the fundamental thing is that yes, filmmakers should have that freedom, and and you know if the material really warrants it in the way that Deadpool does, in the way that a Punisher would, yeah, uh, a, a potential Wolverine movie, Squirrel Girl, the movie, oh obviously, obviously need that, but uh, in, in that freedom needs to be there. And if, you know, if they can make it work financially and everything, they're like, yeah, well, you know, the, the numbers are, are going to be good enough on this that, you know, that we can be profitable and still, you know, spend what we need to on the film and everything. Yeah. Then, yeah, do it. Absolutely do it. But I just don't want it to turn into, like, I don't want it to turn into, like, 80s action cinema all yeah. over again where it's just like, we're even more R-rated than the last R-rated movie. And, you know, just... Because, I mean, it's like, you go back and you watch 80s cinema now, and it is, like, it's hysterically oh, gratuitous. yeah. yeah. You know, they're just like, there's no reason at all for this guy to get killed, but we're going to kill him. And there's no reason at all for us to show, like, you know, like his chest exploding from a shotgun blast in slow motion. But we're going to do it because, you know, like they were just kind of going for, for like, kind of shock value. And I don't I don't want comic book movies to kind of go to that well. No, I, I, I totally agree. And, 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 again, I think that would actually bring the movie down as opposed to like you know oh because of that it's cool it's uh, yeah no that didn't that didn't help it like that you know that, that it, it needed to have a good like like we were talking about that if that if that story had been x-force is is greenlit yeah. and um ah uh, i can't remember his name right now the guy with Deadpool, um, uh brian ryan reynolds is is at the helm of creative on it. Like he right. he's 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 executive producing it. He's getting to make a lot of the calls or something. You know that would make that would be like yeah, oh okay well great. you know so because it, it sounds awesome. like he's very passionate about this segment of uh, of X Men. So you know I, I feel good about that. But hearing that you know and it's going to be rated R as if to say like you know so it'll be good. You know kind of I don't know I don't know just sort of it, it, to, to me off, a little off putting to me it feels like I don't know like people got maybe just a little bit too caught up in the moment I don't know maybe we're going to come out of this movie and, and like yeah. you know we're on the way to see Deadpool right yeah, now yeah. Uh, you know maybe by the time we get to this movie we'll come out and be like oh, you know what we're going to we're going to feel the same way you may never hear this we may just delete this recording yeah. so we like I will sound like idiots because we're going to come out and say like every movie should be fucking rated R from here on out including right. kids movies but it just it's <laughs> on it obviously but yeah, I don't know. Like it just—it it, kind of struck me as I don't know a little, little pandering, a little, a little pandering. All right, so let's talk about some more pandering. Well, can, can I can I bring up something just real quick? Yes. It, we haven't talked about this yet. Did you see what the Star Wars YouTube channel put up yesterday? Uh, the uh, the beginning of filming episode eight teaser. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I mean, like, it is one of those weird things where it's like not only in like less than what like you know eighteen months when we kind of first heard about everything, yeah. we we already have our first teaser of not the not the Star Wars movie we were going to get, but like the next one. That's right. I mean, they don't show anything, of course, but still, it's. I mean, they don't show anything that we haven't kind well, of already seen. But. I think I think that that's from back, you know, because like they just started principal photography, like really recently within yeah, the last yeah. couple of weeks I think or, or I, I guess that's what this was announced this was like hey principal photography has begun yeah which I because I have I, a feeling they're, they're shooting those sequences there for that moment right. you know, that part of the movie but I think that they might have shot that stuff at the end of episode episode so, 7 because like I remember I remember reading something like back in October or something they were like yeah like you know they're doing some stuff for episode 8 and as I recall like Hamill was involved in it and so mm-hmm. Well, this, that would make sense. So they may have already actually done some stuff, but you know, I mean, you know how like the like movie rumor websites, the accuracy of some of that information, yeah, is hard yeah, to pin down. it's all it's you know 
But yeah. yes, I did see that. Um, before, uh, I want to go back to uh, to the X-Men universe real fast. I want to go back to the X-Force thing. Okay. Did you see where, um, oh, what's the guy's name? I think it's Stephen Lang uh, is the actor's name. He is the, uh, he's kind of like the psycho marine bad guy in Avatar. He's also oh, yeah, the yeah. party crasher in yeah. my favorite Michael J. Fox film yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the heart. It's awesome. I just realized that's awesome. Oh, yeah, he's, man, he's, I love him. He's good. Yeah, uh, but he probably is the best part of Avatar. Honestly, easily. like he's, he's like the the, the the coolest aspect of it. Easily, it sure as fuck is Sam Wentworth. Uh, or no, that's not that. What's, what's his the name? Sam, yeah, it's Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Yeah, yeah. Sam Wentworth. The, he's he's actually a cool guy. Uh, but anyway, um, the point is that Stephen Lang. I read cable. this story. He says that like he he wants to play Cable. Oh my god! And I'm like, that would dude, that shit. would be fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie, that actually sounds like, that awesome. would be fucking awesome. Like I hope somebody is I this hope in somebody the rated R listening. version of X Force. Who cares? I mean, if Steve, like like it's rated Stephen Lang. I'm there. But uh, anyway, oh, that, that that like honestly, oh, already man. I could just see that. that I know, like it's fucking... like instantly in your head, you're like, yes, that is dude, awesome. That could be. Badass. I be amazing. I live in hope. Wow. So anyway, I guess we're you know what we'll to find out what's going to happen and everything. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. I I hope somebody I hope somebody over Twenty Century Fox is listening because I think that would be badass. Man, that is. Uh, I mean that that to me is one of those where you know there are just some roles where you just you sit and you think you're like ah oh, man that just that that would be. I can't really imagine someone, you know, portraying something like that. Just feels right. Like yeah. that just feels right. It do. Uh, so anyway, and also in, in fairness, and, and I know, like, because you know, we, we sort of, or at least I, you and I, when we talk, we we, we kind of look at things a little differently. It's not just like you know, hey, how cool would this be from the, the standpoint of like the the movie itself, like the 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 you know biggest actor or whatever, but like from a business standpoint. I think he would be a perfect fit for that, and he's big enough that I think he could carry that kind of role. Yeah, but not so big that he would cost them umpteen billion dollars oh, to, yeah, to yeah. cast. You know, exactly. so a movie like that, where let's be honest, you're already going to pay be paying. You know, I'm sure Ryan Reynolds is going to be in it. Yep. So you know, he's he's already going to have a a you know, I'd say a decent chunk of. Of course, he might do some like profit sharing and all that kind of stuff to, to yeah, that, that'd be the to way make to go. it. Yeah, uh, but like Points they're going to the back end. They're going to need a lot of uh, a lot of people in that film um, so they need to kind of be thinking about monetarily where where to best spend that money and I think that would be a, That's very true. a really good choice. I mean you look at you look at like what Marvel did in the MCU and I think that, I think they were very early on now I'm talking like phase one yeah because they, they you know they're they're more successful now they can they can do more yeah but especially in phase one Marvel was they were really, really smart about their casting. I think, I think actually, Marvel's casting might have been some of the smartest things that they did. You know, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Uh, you know, at that time, not commanding what he is now. Certainly, yes. now that he he you know, is had because Iron of Man. the success of Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, because of the success of Iron Man. Because of, you know, he, like the Sherlock Holmes franchise, he's gotten himself into a very good position now. But you know, early on, they were able to get a really, really talented guy. Yeah, uh, and and not have to pay an arm and a leg for him, and then the, a lot Chris of the Evans. other people were kind of like star making roles, yeah, you know, like like Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and again, all, a lot of those they got really early before, and and I mean you know, 
they have broken since, but a lot of the reason they've broken since is because of the success specifically in those movies. So it's, yeah. it's you, you, you know, you can't say like, ah, well, they would have been there anyway. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't necessarily know that they would be in the same position they are today without these, these huge kind of, um, breaking roles for them. So yeah, I, it's, it's very true. But casting, you know, like, like, like the right casting, it, it really, really, like, I mean, there, there's like a, there, there's an art and a political thing to that. I mean, like, I'm sure, actually, that'd be a cool documentary to do is to, like, you know, like, just basically, like, follow casting directors around. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, so much of, you know, whether movies live or die rests on yeah. them and how getting many, it right. how many happy accidents, like, you know, we, we talk about, like, some of the films, like, uh, well, you, you hear about some of, like, the, what, what, in those lists of, like, uh, people who turn down roles, they would, you know, just die for again kind of thing. And, yeah. like, you know, some of them you, you think, like, well, you know what? If that had been made with that other actor, I, would it have been as big? Like, I don't right. know. Like, I mean, I don't know it's, that it's, it's hard necessarily... To say. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I think... I always think of uh, uh, Keanu, I don't have any emotions, Reeves, that <laughs> was in uh, in The Matrix. You know, Will Smith yeah. was originally approached for that role. Right. I just I feel like it would have been a very different film. Like I'm not saying that it wouldn't have been as awesome, or the movie wouldn't have turned out the way it did. But I, I you know, just, it, you do, it does kind of make me kind of look back and think, ah, you know, would it have? Would it have? I don't know. You yeah, know, I mean, would, it would it would have been different on some level. I mean, his, they, they his take on the character would have been different. his take on the character would have been different. But I also, again, just going back to the business side of things, like had they gotten him, I I guarantee you they would have had him give him more money. I mean, at that time yeah, he was he, bigger. He was, his, big, he was as he, big as big could be. Yeah, exactly. He was as big as as, as it could be then. So I mean. That might have meant that the movie cost more. It might have meant they had to lose some other aspect of the movie, or tone, or bring back yeah. some of the you know CG effects that were really kind of a big thing that, that made that stand out in its time. And uh, you know, it just it's one of those things. Like it's not just as simple as saying like, ah, well, if that person had played it, like that person would have just gotten the success from that role, right. or it would have just, like I, I don't know that it's necessarily that easy to say. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's kind of fun sometimes to play what it should have could have with that. Just yeah. You know, well, like you know, like, like you know, like Wolverine. What would it have been like if Duke Gray Scott had played Wolverine instead of Hugh Jackman? Yeah, you know, I don't um, think he still would have been playing him up to this point. But I don't know. It's, it's just you know, you you, you want like I, Hugh Jackman feels like he just embodies that role. But who's to say some you know that Duke Gray Scott couldn't have? You well, know, and that, or, that's the whole thing is that you know Hugh Jackman was not the first choice for the role. Yeah, yeah. you know, so like you know, would the other guy have been better? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of fun to play. Oh yeah, to play that game. But anyway, uh, so let's see what else. All right, no, no. you want to talk about that? We've been kind of talking about uh, you know this sort of I say subtle, but you know this whole kind of you know like oh you know like over there at the street of Marvel Studios they make kids movies. All right, you want to like up the ante on that? Okay. I read this story this morning about Batman v Superman. Yeah, and Warner Brothers is worried about Batman v Superman. Oh, I, should oh, not yeah. have, I should not have gotten over. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Apparently we have a we have a logging operation that's taking over the interstate. Yeah, that's that's nice. So 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 anyway, uh, I read the story about Batman v Superman and Warner Brothers is concerned about it. And the on the surface, the story is Batman v Superman is not testing particularly well with audiences. And then, but the story goes and, and like and who knows where this information yeah. comes from, right? But the story goes on to say says Marvel. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, like right. you just might, you right. know, who knows. So anyway, but supposedly Batman v Superman is not testing all that well. Okay. And Warner Brothers is is in no way, Warner Brothers is uh, is concerned about 
quality of the movie, but rather they are concerned that people who have been conditioned by Marvel movies are not going to be smart enough <laughs> to understand <laughs> how good Batman v Superman is, which was written by an Oscar winner, you understand? <laughs> and like, I'm just sitting there because <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding, dude. That is, like, they're not that really is awesome to spin, though. I'm not oh, going to lie. It's so is, good, dude. I, I do. I mean, this is like back to the, this is like back to the old school Marvel versus that's DC some, right here. That's some, that's a ballsy, <laughs> that's a ballsy statement. But anyway, dude, I just, I read it and I was just dying with laughter. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Oh, man. So, anyway, if the, the, the important takeaway from this is, if Batman v Superman sucks, it's because you're not smart enough to get why it's good. But they went on to say that if it doesn't do all that well, then it might jeopardize Zack Snyder's uh, position in doing the Justice League movie, and they might actually push back the Justice League movie in favor of doing something safer like a Batman solo film, something like that. I'm just like, you you guys, I mean, like, honestly, you are in fucking trouble. I mean, <laughs> this is not the kind of story you want to be putting out. I, I don't wait less than a month to go to your, or how, you know, however long it is, four It five really weeks. does feel just just mildly on the, the edge of just force-feeding us this movie. Like, you know, yeah. look, look, it's, you know, you, you, you don't want to be. If you don't, you, if you don't like dumb. this, you're not going to get any more. You're not going to get any more like it, or it's going to take a lot longer. So you better, you better come out in force. It's like, well, we don't like the thing you're doing with it. Like, yeah. you know, it's the hardest. Oh, I really kind of think they should do, like, like you know. Well, the one thing you kind of can say about Disney is Disney does seem to, at least outside looking in, right, kind of go with like. Let's get a creator with a film. Like, let's find the right, you know, vision to go with something. Like, and let's like try a James Gunn with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, we want Guardians to be a James Gunn You film. look at, like, their let's animated films. You look at their Marvel films. You look at the Star Wars films. They yeah. go and they want different, you know, they, they, they kind of get different directors to do each one of them. They want that director to sort of have a vision. I, I think to... I mean, they... They don't just let them do whatever the hell they want to do. But let's be honest with you. I don't think anyone in life, it's, it's a good thing to not have any any sort of boundaries. or George any Lucas sort of had no boundaries in the Star Wars prequels. No. Did it do him any good? I just went back and watched the Red Letter Media ones. Yes! Oh, my God. It's so funny to look. Star Wars those. The Phantom Menace is the worst thing since my son. <laughs> and while my son eventually hanged himself in the gas station bathroom... <laughs> This movie will be around forever. It, <laughs> it will never die. The best part of those was all the shots, the unedited shots of, of like Lucas, you know, talking about the filmmaking process. Like, you know, right. uh, there's I mean, there's no way we're gonna meet Avatar. Like, it's just you know, the movie's, you know, it's just different, it's just a different thing. But you know, uh, we need to make this one, you know, for the, for the kids. This is the funny part. You know, this is it's like you know, we never Ryan, really had a like, funny character like this before. It's just you know, uh, like just the way he's talking about. It, you just tell it's so. He's he's, so like he's, he's he's sort of like it defending before, the movie before it's even yeah. come out. Because I think he did know actually how it was going to turn out. Yeah. Um, I think he had a clue. But but anyway, it's like one of those things. Like it does seem to some degree that they do like to like kind of empower people. And I, in a way, this whole thing where it's like Zack Snyder had to be like the the only reason. And to, to his credit, the only reason we're even thinking of some of the stuff that we're thinking of, you know, for the, the DC Universe now and, 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 and being told we're going to get what we're going to get, it really is because of him. Yeah. You know, it is... Uh, oh, man, it threw me off for a second. I'm, it's I'm because like, of Man of Steel? And 
No, so it's like, oh, the theater we go to, and then I realized more. Um, we're actually trying out a new theater. This we are. Too. Sorry. We, we, have a, we have a new theater that's been open uh, for about six months. And as much as we love the cinema and like to support the cinema, we're curious to uh, to check this place out. My yeah. wife and I saw Zoolander two here last weekend in their in their regular theater, and it was a good experience. It was solid, good quality, and we're we're now going to their big daddy theater, the, the one that's got the, the really good sound system and the really big screen. And so we're going to give that a try. So, so uh, anyway, so yeah, it uh, we got to wrap up though because we're like oh yeah, all right, here, basically. But anyway, so final it'll, it'll thoughts. Just be, it'll just be interesting to see what Zack Snyder is able to pull off. I'm 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 apprehensive. This last trailer, uh, you and I talked about. Boy, it, it, it's it an was, up and down kind of affair, isn't it? It was it was a little little. It's probably the best one yet. But no, I mean, I, I the think fact so. that you have to say that. Is worried. See, it, is, is, say, it says that, and, and it's not like okay, this won me over. It's just like, well, that was the best one yet. So that's no, like the beginning of the trailer, like seeing that that action sequence with Batman doing his thing. That was legitimately awesome, legitimately fucking awesome. I love, I love that whole thing. But at the same time, you know, you've got, you, you know, you've got like fucking Jesse Eisenberg, you know, doing that that scene with Lois Lane talking about, uh, you know, this big gladiator fight that he's apparently engineered between Batman and Superman. And then, you know, like, you're just, like, rolling your eyes at that. And then uh, it comes out in the press, like, you know, oh, you know, Jesse Eisenberg's, uh, you know, Lex Luthor is you know, based on real psychology. And it's like, yeah, too bad that doesn't really come across in the fucking dialogue they've got this motherfucker saying. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it's just, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, I, I, I waffle on this movie so much yeah. and so far towards, ooh, that looks terrible and ooh, that looks good. I, I have no idea. I mean, they, yeah, it's one it's, of the few movies I'm going to like go see in the theater that I really have no fucking clue what it's going to be. Yeah, that I, I'm genuinely going it. into it kind of... Kind of blind. Yeah. Emotionally blind. Yes. Emotionally in very, very tight pants is how I feel we're going into that movie. Uh, we will... But, uh, anyway. We will, we will see you on the other side, I guess, here. We, we're rolling up here, so... Uh, on the other side of Deadpool... I already, I already hate PG-13 movies. 